When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. It's Q&A time, so if you're in the chat, get your questions in and Sam and I will answer. If you're listening to this on the podcast, Sam and I do these every Friday morning, so you can either drop your questions into the Hot Topic on site, or you can come onto the chat live and we'll answer your questions, or you can just listen and let us talk about <laughs> other people's questions and things. How are you Sam? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I did go out last night and I'm feeling a little bit... A little bit. Um, I, I was, I, you know, I know I was, I know I had this today, so I didn't go too crazy. But you know, I had a couple of a couple of beers. I'm feeling a little bit fragile this morning, but otherwise not too bad. Only you. <laughs> At least you know highlight of your week, right? Doing these with me on highlight a Friday. Highlight of my week. Yeah, we didn't do one last week. It was a real. No, I missed you. I know it was a real shame, wasn't it? Yeah, so, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, here we are. Uh, just before we get into it, I just want to talk about so rare. Oh, I've messed up the cameras somehow. Uh, hang on, let me, let me change those. It might have been me because I did move my laptop yeah, last Yeah, I, I, I don't think I can blame you for this. Um, I'm just going to remove them because we're going to talk about it. Anyway. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to talk about So Rare. So I did a video uh, last week on the So Rare Academy who are partnered with Scout uh, this season. It's essentially a way you can uh, build like a five-a-side team uh, with a sort of all the, all the cards that are in So Rare, the actual game. And you can enter into uh, what's called the Ignition Mini League and you can win real So Rare cards. If you're not sh sure what So Rare is, have a watch of the video introduction that I put out. Uh, essentially, they're NFTs. They are kind of uh, on the blockchain. So it means you own uh, one or you know, part of a unique set of, of cards um, and they're yours to keep. And they're worth real money as well. So it's a way of kind of collecting, but you can also compete against others in this kind of five-a-side tournament. It's really good. And the Soro Academy is excellent because it gives you a kind of a way into the game completely free and kind of teaches you all the rules and basics um, of it before you get involved properly. So weird seeing us without just black screens with no camera. Don't like it. Let's go back to the intro. There we go. Now we're back. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're getting loads of questions in. Keep them coming. Thanks very much. Um, I've got a couple of questions to kick us off with um, over on Scout from the Hot Topic. So Green Arrow. Oh, I mean, oh, I'd like one of them. So <laughs> I was going to. I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to mention it, Sam. <laughs> like this week's was tiny, the red, but it was still. Red. It was because I didn't captain Salah this week. Had I captain Salah, it would have been great. Who, who did you? Who did you captain, Sam? Harry Kane. Oh dear. Well, because I went. That's my rule, isn't it? That my unwritten rule of FPL is if you're out of game, you're captain a player you're watching. So I was at Spurs. So it was Kate. Mm, yeah. Well, Green Arrow asks, is it okay to hold off on bringing in a Spurs asset if I haven't brought one in? <laughs> <laughs> Spurs don't seem to be passing the eye test uh, and Kane or Sod need to be getting at least one attacking return in each game to justify their price. Very true. I mean, I'm in that boat. As well, I'm debating bringing a Spurs player, even though I've seen absolutely nothing really. Maybe a glimpse in the second half of the last game in the Prem to make me think that there's something there. But what do you make of it so far? I mean, in the second half against Leeds, we were so much better. Like, I mean, we were awful in the first half, dreadful. Uh, the second half, so much better. Doesn't mean good, but so much better. Um, and there were moments where both Son and Kane could have and probably should have returned FPL points mm. 
came particularly like literally within 20 seconds of the restart off the woodwork sun obviously off the um, crossbar so there were moments where they both could have returned that said they're a lot of money and I think until you are regularly seeing returns from them then you don't need to kind of panic and destroy the rest of your team to bring them in there are players that I think you can easily get to without it being too much of an issue for example like I've, and I've been talking about it for a few weeks now but Lucas Moore I do think is a, is a decent enough option at 6.4 I think he's still 6.4 obviously got the assist last week he did look really lively he's regularly still starting under Conte so I don't know rest rest in me I think he could be an all right option and I think if you want to go with one of the defenders, they could be an all right option for attacking returns. But the reality is without <laughs> Romero there, they won't get clean sheets. So it depends on whether you are willing to just take the punt on Reguillon getting attacking returns every week, because I don't think you'll get that many clean sheets from him. I think when you're describing Spurs assets as all right options, then they're probably not the best options because <laughs> you're very biased. But do you, so would you, would you, would you, I mean, I've got this decision to make as well. Would you, would you buy a Spurs player this week? Mm, mm, it's a difficult one because the, the results against Burnley. So for example, Kane has returned in every single one of his last six fixtures in the Premier League against Burnley. Like his record is ridiculous against them. Son's got a decent enough record too. They both... <sighs> It's hard. I mean, I, I do think we're seeing glimmers of the best of them again, but we're not seeing that enough, I don't think, yet to warrant the price tag. So I'd be inclined to just wait it out for a week, see what happens. I, I do think we'll get a bounce this weekend. I, I do think that we're starting to have a bit more Conte style appearing in our teams. We saw that against Leeds. Didn't see it last but, night. Didn't see it, but then it wasn't a full strength team last night. It was. It was definitely a a random concoction of players that you wouldn't expect to play in the week at the weekend. Um, and of course, down to 10 men for 60 minutes of that game. So mm, I'd probably be inclined to not, you're going to have to destroy most of your team. If you want to bring in Sun or Kane this week, there's going to be some bigger sacrifices probably that you've got to make in order mm. to do that. And I'm not sure that it's worth it. Well, Madeline Tudor in the chat says, Ennis Moura are ranked of 900th in Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. And Spurs are 25th. Uh, Omar... Yeah, I don't know why we're 25th, to be honest. Well, no, me neither. I think that's going to decrease. We should next... be 900. <laughs> it should swap round based on who you beat <laughs> and who you over, lose. Yeah. Yeah, swap um, Omar Biggerson says Moore is wildly inconsistent. Can't really have an asset like that. That Spurs. is true, but at 6.4 million, is he wildly inconsistent or is he... He doesn't he hasn't always had consistency of starts and I think that's been that's problematic if if he continues to regularly be first choice then I think we might get some consistency from him and it, but again it's an I'm talking about really if you want a differential punt in your team if you mm. want to go for a cheap differential then at 6.4 Mora might be a decent option well, CR7 fans says Lucas Mora or Smith Rowe I'd still go Smith Rowe over Mora, <laughs> um, just because I think he's playing in a better team right now. Oh mm. God, that was painful to say. Um, it was painful, <laughs> but here they're playing. He's playing in a team that's much more consistent in terms of what they're doing. They're settled into a formation. They know what Arteta expects of them. Whereas Spurs are still kind of learning their trade under Conte. So at the moment, I'd go Smith Rowe over Mora. I'm Sam binding that Sam. Never Don't. thought, never. <laughs> Don't. I'm gonna uh, have to go and lie in a dark room when we finish. Yeah, this that was that was that was horrible to hear. I didn't like that. And I'm not even yeah, a Spurs or a Arsenal fan. I mean, it's sent me out of cold sweat. To be honest. 
Uh, Mafaz Mohammed says, should I do Son to Jota? Um, I don't know if I'd take Son out. Would, if you had him, I don't think you would take him out ahead of Burnley, would you? I don't think you can. I think you've kind of made your bed. <laughs> you've got to line it. I think, <laughs> you know, I think Jota's a great option, obviously, but Spurs have got Burnley, Brentford, Norwich in the next three. I mm. think you have to rely on, on Son getting points. In, if you've in, done in it, if you've invested, you've got to stay, surely now. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a question that we're getting, um, uh, you know, a, f- a few people are asking, should we be selling our Spurs assets? Because it's, it, it is a tricky one. Because, I mean, if this was a nor- if this was kind of a nor- another option, right? If, this, if, you, if you bought in a, a player and they'd blanked as many times as Kane, say you've only Kane for like three or four weeks, you would be looking to sell him on, given that he's expensive. But it's just these fixtures, isn't it? These fixtures are really blinding us to kind of what we see, because we're just hopeful yeah. that it's all going to kind of turn around. Hopeful. That's like being a Spurs fan, generally, that is. Um, but yeah, it's good it, you've still got is, the hope, Sam. Yeah, it still lingers. I'll always be hopeful. Um, I don't think you can sell them, though, not particularly not ahead of the fixtures that Spurs have coming up. And I think, you know, what you do get, it's not like Jota is that consistent either, is it? It's not like he's, you know, hauling at every possible moment and you don't have him, but you do have Son and. I'd give him Burnley. I, I think that's my plan with Kane. If Kane doesn't do anything against the Burnley side, who he always does something against, mm. then I might look next week to make that change. But I don't know. I, I think I saw enough from them against Leeds that makes me want to give them Burnley. The yeah. second half against Leeds. Yeah. No, I, I think I agree. I, I wouldn't be selling Son if I had him. I Would I be buying him? I think that's the debate. I think I'd, I'd go for... If, yeah. Jota, if Jota's fit, I think I'd pick Jota over Son. But I don't. I wouldn't be selling Son if I had him. Um, Jacquery says, "What players are good enough to take a minus four for this week?" Uh, Jota, James, Alonso, Cancelo, Trent. All question marks. Hits. Have you taken many hits this season? One, I think. One. Yeah. So thing. yeah. So uh, the cats decided to get on my lap. I apologise. Oh. Um, I don't know how to. No, it's a bit of a theme. It's, it's Luke did a video with a with a cat um, Sorry. on his lap, and Focal got... had his dog as a pillow. It's... I thought I shut the door and I clearly didn't. Um, yeah, I think, what was the question? I forgot, I've been distracted by the question. Uh, well, it's, it's a two-part question. First part, I was just asking about hits in general and how many you've taken. And secondly, yeah. do you think there's any players this week who you'd take a hit for? If you so, yeah. so last season, I had a, I tried to not take any hits. That was the, unless I had like a massive injury to a big player, tried to play the season without any hits. And actually what I found by the end of it, it was a bit of an experiment really. And by the end of it, I was kind of like, had I taken the hit, there were a few moments where I was like, if I, it's a minus four this week to get this player, but I could just wait it out and do it for free next week. And over the course of the season, I would have probably would have been better off had I taken the hit. So this year I'm back taking hits again. Sorry about this. Um, <laughs> so I'm back taking hits again, but the, um, there's a few game weeks that you look at, particularly over Christmas, where I'm not sure the hits are worth it because the game weeks come so close together that you can make those moves fairly quickly mm. without there being many price rises probably in between. So it's not like normally if you have a week, there's a good chance that players go up and down in price and therefore you might be having to think about making those transfers earlier. But going into the Christmas period, because like this game week obviously starts Saturday and then we've got another one on Tuesday, you you can probably get around it without taking the hit. But that said, if there's a couple of players that are in real form that you really, really want, then I would take a hit for it. 
Yeah, it's a hard question to answer because you, you, it's, it's two sides, isn't it? There's who are the players who are worth taking a hit for? Well, I think there are there are players. I think like Cancelo, Trent, James. They're the, they're the three that kind of immediately spring to mind. I'm looking around at the midfield and the forward options. There's not really anyone that I think we need to move heaven and earth to get. I mean, Jota's the only one in my, that I don't have. I'm a little bit worried about, but would yeah. I take a hit to get him? I'm not really sure. If you've got poor options in your team, though, then it's a different story because then your hit isn't just getting in a player. It's also getting rid of a problem that you've got in your side. Yeah. So if you're if you're removing someone like a, a rubbish defender and, and going up to a James or an Alonso, then the hit's going to pay off, I'd imagine, over over the next few weeks. So it's the wing backs yeah. for me. The the wing backs are worth a hit. If you haven't if you haven't got Reese James and the only way you can get him is for a hit, I would do it. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Because I don't have Reese James. You don't have Reece, you don't you don't have Reese James or you, and you don't have Alonso. No, not at oh the moment. Dear. So at the moment I have, um, who do I have? I have Cancelo, I have Trent, and I have Rudiger. So they're my my three expensive. And then I have Livermento and I have Brandon Williams. So in my head, my plan is I'm waiting for news from Pep on Foden. Because if Foden is injured and isn't going to play this weekend, then I likely will take a hit for Reese James this week because I'll downgrade Foden to Gallagher and I'll upgrade Brandon Williams this week but if Foden is fit and available then I will probably wait and do it in midweek mm. when it's free yeah I mean the, the Foden I mean, we've heard about that. Eddie Case is asking if is Foden fit um, we had a few other questions on, on Foden as well I mean we're just not sure that's that's the no. we, we don't know the, the team we know, we'll know today the team news this day. Look up for the Neil team will tell us. Yeah, Neil will tell us. Look up for team news uh, with Neil and Joe at, at 3 p.m. today, and we'll know more on Foden. I mean, he missed out in the Champions League completely. wasn't even in the yeah. squad. I mean, he played 59 minutes at the weekend, and you know, didn't seem to aggravate anything. So my well, gut... but he said it was a knock, didn't he? A knock against Everton, and it's like mm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> my feel, my feeling is that he's he, he'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, I hope so, but. I don't know. This is Pep. Yeah. And I don't know how far, yeah, how far to trust. I just hope he comes out and says one way or another. What will be annoying is if he says it's going to be a late decision because then it's yeah, like that. That's, that's what the do worst. I do now? Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jackery says, is it worth taking a minus four to go Chilwell to Alonso? Again, depends on the rest of your team, but I think so. I'd do it. Chuel's yeah, just going to keep dropping in price. Alonso's going to keep going up in price. Alonso's a great option. He's got loads of games coming up. I, would, I mean, I that's the thing, isn't it? I think if you've got Chilwell, then taking a minus four is probably worth it this week because, like you say, it's going to drop in price. You're going to be able to get in somebody better. He's not like Chilwell's going to appear next week. Mm. Like, you know, that's the thing with Foden, isn't it? If you take him out, then he could easily play again next week and then, then you're annoyed that you're taking him out. So whereas with Chilwell we think it's a fairly significant injury that's going to keep him out for a while, although Chelsea haven't fully confirmed that yet. So for me, it would be worth a minus four to deal with an injured player that's injured for that long, then it's worth a minus four, yeah. particularly when you're talking about getting in somebody that has got so many routes to points as Alonso does, and will be almost guaranteed to start without Chilwell there. Yep, absolutely. Uh, pointless forecast. Why is your arrow green as nine k to twelve k? Yeah, sorry, I gave myself a green arrow. <laughs> sorry, didn't get didn't get a green arrow. I know that that I know. Has, it's that. Nice, isn't it? 
So you give me a red arrow when I've got a green one. Yeah. But I'm you give yourself green arrows constantly. I'm just so used to green arrows, Sam. What can I say? You know, it's... <sighs> I mean, if you could lend it to me. What went wrong with your team last week? Because you, you captain Salah, right? Uh, I did not. You didn't? No. You did this... What, who did you catch? I went Ronaldo, didn't I, against Watford? Oh, of course. See, that's why we both got red arrows. Mm. I mean, he got... Because actually, the rest of my team was fine. It was just the captain team. I mean, I had an all right week. I got 70 points overall yeah. and, and, a, and a small red. I mean, I it, it's in the top, in the top 10K, having Rhys James on his own isn't enough. No. I, I had Rhys James and after the Chelsea match, went down in rank. Like it's, you know, it, it, the yeah. double up with Chelsea is, is so strong. Um, yeah. I mean, what do you make of Alonso? I mean, there's a lot of Alonso chat. Ed Startup says DS to Alonso. Um, we had a lot Jane Ager says get Alonso without a hit or James with a hit. That's a tougher one. Mm. Do you think, do you think Alonso's one. an option again? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm. Because, you know, if Chilwell's injured, then you would expect that Alonso will go back to playing like he did at the beginning of the season when he was particularly good. Um, and arguably didn't really deserve to drop his place. The only thing that I, the only issue I have with the Chelsea, de- well, there's two that I have with the Chelsea defence this week is that one, it's Manchester United. And I know that they are not in a great place right now, but also they do have star players in that team that could easily turn on a little bit of magic and take away the clean sheet. They could, you know, they've got Ronaldo. They've they've got players that can do that. Um and the other thing that worries me a little bit is the fact that it's going back to playing in a unit that they haven't played with for a little while. It's, but it's different, isn't it? Playing with Chilwell to playing with Alonso because Chilwell is a far better defender than Alonso is. So you have those, you just, just a new learning point, I guess, going back. So maybe there's a little bit of defensive uncertainty just for this week while they get used to each other and then after that you don't have to worry about it so because it's a long-term transfer I would still do it but I think if it's not for a hit going for Alonso makes a lot of sense this week in my mind it's going to be some set pieces he's differential as well so if you're looking to differentiate your team I'd probably do Alonso over Reese James to save wow for- I was not expecting that yeah, but you know what I'm like, as I, I do like a little bit of a... <laughs> a little bit of a punch. But it's a, the minus four. Is, could is, could Reese James outscore Alonso by four? Yes, absolutely. But could Alonso also get attacking returns? And could they level it out? Yes, absolutely. So why not start with them? See, my, my, my view on it is, is, is the opposite. I think Reese James is an absolute must. I, I think there's no... If you don't have Reese James, I think you've got to move heaven and earth to get him. He's he's one of he's just one of I think him Cancelo and Trent, I just don't see how you can not have those three at the moment. They're they're, they're just too good value. The, the three they are good value, yeah. They're getting double digit returns every week. They're you know they've got clean sheets. They they're they're playing amazingly while well. they're attacking. I think I would I would if I had to, if I was debating Reese James or Alonso, I would get Reese James for a hit without 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 a doubt. I think that's that to me is an easy one. Alonso's a nice sort of supplementary player. You can switch the four at the back with him. You can you can look to bring him, but I I just don't think there's any debate between him and, and Reece. Reece James at the moment is too, his, his form's too good. He's he's just playing he's playing too well. He's he's like yeah. central to all of Chelsea's attacks at the moment, and we don't really know what Alonso's how Alonso's going to come back into the side. Is he going to come back in on the left wing and be exactly like he was right at the start of the season, or is the has the play shifted a bit? Are they now looking to use Reece James more down the right, and he's not going to be as effective on the left? That's I mean, the, the, the reality is that Alonso only knows how to play attacking. Well, that is true. Down, he only, that's the only game he can play. So 
he's a bit different to Chilwell from that point of view because obviously Chilwell can sit and defend and he can do that part of the game as well. Alonso can't really do that part of the game as well. So I don't know. I, I suspect that we'll see him marauding off down down the wing as we <laughs> as we used to seeing in the past. It'll be a really interesting game this one at the weekend because it will I, absolutely. I, I, I do have some. Do you have double Chelsea at the moment? Defense. No, I've just got I've just got James. And if you had the double up, would you play them both? Yes. Against <laughs> Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, and you look, you know, you're looking around at other pe- at people's benches this week, and the benches feel weak this week. Like, who do you play instead of someone like Rudiger? You, you can play Antonio away at City. Livramento's got a hard game at, at Liverpool. Yeah. You know, and then you then you're down to your 4.5. So unless you've got a really really good bench option, um, I don't think there's any problem with playing double Chelsea defence. Mm. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, because because like Why uh, Zoa says play Antonio or take a hit for Chilwell to Alonso. See, I think that's exactly where a hit is worth it because not only are you getting in Alonso who's going to be a good option, you're addressing a problem with Chilwell as well because you don't want to have him. You're kind of getting it. If you wait a week, I know what you're saying about, you know, it's, it's quite the, the deadline's quite close together. But with but an injured player like Chilwell, with I, do, an I think player, it's different. Yeah, it exactly. is different. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just that you want to, like, if it's just that you want to make a change, then don't necessarily and the fixtures because presumably if you over christmas if you want to make a change it's because the fixtures are nice for a longer period of time as opposed to they're nice for for one game week in most Mm. cases that's going to be the case so if you've got a team that looks okay for this week then i would wait and do it when it's free but with chilwell being out looks like quite long term it makes sense to do it now because you're only going to lose value in him otherwise the hit, the hit, people are hit going hit crazy angus chow should i get alonso for a minus eight this week Regulon for a minus four, or just uh, or, or, uh, or or wait a week and do Alonso next week for a minus four. Minus eight. A minus eight. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't get Regulon for a minus four. No. We we will concede. So you, then you're relying on an attacking return, but really you're relying on more than one attacking return to make that transfer worth doing. And do I see Regulon getting? two goals or two assists or a goal mm, I don't think I do so I wouldn't do a minus four for him Alonso for a minus eight that seems excessive I mean it also depends on who the other players you're going to take out are because could you be taking out a player that so for me to bring in a, one of the other Chelsea defenders this week I will have to take out somebody like Foden which I'm not convinced I want to do unless he's not fit because I like owning Foden and he's been good. So hmm. depends on what you're going to do to the rest of your team as well to take that minus eight. But I don't like mm. the idea of a minus eight, I've got to be honest. I don't like the idea of a minus eight at all. I, th- I think you can you can get a bit overexcited. I think everyone's getting a little bit overexcited about... Um, Alonso chaos. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Blake Young's in the chat. So Blake sent me a message. Um, he was watching Black Box uh, the other night and sort of tinkering away on his phone, trying to build like a team, you know, uh, you know, I want to get this player in, this player in, this player in. Um, managed to double tap his screen somehow and confirm the transfers. <laughs> Took out Chilwell, Livramento, Smith-Rowe, Son and Tony. Brought in Trent, Regulon, Jota, Bowen and King. None of which are bad options, but on the subject of hits, that's 16 points uh, in hits he's taken. Son oh, out. Gosh. I know. It's one of those 16 to take out a son. <laughs> it's one of those ones that makes you wince. 
<laughs> oh, I feel a little bit sick. Um, yeah. I presume he's used his wild card already, so he can't fix it either. Yeah, not good. Free hit? I don't know, 16 Yeah, points. but even with a free... Mm. I think they're, they're decent moves. Like, I prefer... They're not bad transfers. No, not at all. It's just, would you want to... <laughs> I definitely prefer the second list of players to the first list. It's just, that is a lot to do in one. It's like, it's like ripping off a band-aid. Just, why, why wait over weeks and do it for free? Just do it all in one and see how it's... I mean, if, if that comes off, Blake, we're going to have to... You have to be on the scout cast, you know, featured on the Rough with the Smooth, because that'd be a hell of a... Well, it's either really rough or really smooth, so it's on there anyway, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Well, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, he's, he's on... Whatever <laughs> happens you'll be you'll be featured on on there um we've had a super chat uh thank you so much if you yeah we're, we're trying to get through as many questions as we can if you super chats in uh we will guarantee to answer your question that's the benefit of it because it flashes up in big blue writing uh, so this is from ready can dance uh hi guys is it a must to go four or five at the back number one at the moment ranked has played only three at the back for eight game weeks and doesn't even have reese james wow i did not know it's that me. <laughs> I'm not number one, but that is what I've been doing. I was going to say, you're number one. Three at the back, and no, I'm definitely not number one. Um, but I have, a, have been playing three at the back and no Reese James. Not gone that well. See, I don't think it's a must to be four or five at the back. I think there's there's good options, of, uh, you know, to go four or five. I think you can go Cancelo, Trent, um, James, have- and then Re- Re- Regulon or Alonso. They're, they're the five, right? They're, they're the yeah. best five defenders I think you can have. So if you, you, could, you could have all five of those, you could have four of those, you could have three of those. I've got no problem with it. The but thing I... is that Livermento is such good value. So I have mm. played four at the back and played Livermento in that fourth spot. And he's such good value and he's doing, I don't want to play him this week. Hence I'm three at the back this week. But I think there is scope to, to not do it. You don't have to do it, particularly if, you know, I've got Kane. That's why I've not done it. Kane needs to <laughs> that return. Sigh. That sigh is very telling. He needs to return and he needs to make, he needs to fix the broken promises that he, uh, that I think he gave me. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I think the the thing that's so great about those wingbacks at the moment is just the the level of consistency they've got, the the floor they've got of the six points from the clean sheets, because they're all getting them and the ceiling that they're getting with with the huge returns. I look around at other players, you know, people talking about Gallagher, Smith Rowe. We've had a question on Cornet, for example, Rafina. All these guys are good options, but Mm. I just can't see them hitting as many points as those wingbacks. Because they're just no. they're just getting outscored every week by them. Yeah, mm. that's my thoughts. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I, I I do agree with you. The only thing that puts me off, and I said this in a couple of places this week, is that I do like to leave some budget in all the positions, so that when inevitably Ronaldo or Kane or Lukaku starts playing, because at some point over the course of this season, one of the forwards is going to be all right. They must mm. surely. Then I'm talking about real problems trying to solve how I get budget back up there. So I just like to have some money everywhere. I mean, the forward line at the moment, you could quite happily go really, really, really cheap, put everything in the back. Mm. And that's fine. As long as there's a player in the back that you're prepared to sacrifice later on. Yeah. Then I don't see a problem with it. Yep, no, I agree. Uh, FPL Jedi Show says already grouping Regulon with the likes of James, Cancelo and Trent. Jumping don't. the gun a bit, aren't we? I'm don't. absolutely not grouping Regulon with those three. No, no way. Do so not. Those, those don't three be old. <laughs> those three are, are, are miles clear. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, when you're looking, at, if you're, play, you're looking at playing four or five at the back, I think you're, you're then looking at Regulon and Alonso. And they're not, if you've already got those three, then you need to, then I think Regulon and Alonso are decent options. 
and and they could out, you know they could match or outscore some of the other six million players like Gallagher and Smith Rowe and, and those guys. Yeah. So could, yeah. that, that's the difference. I'm absolutely not. I'm J- J- James. I mean, Chilwell was in that bracket as well. James and Chilwell, um, Cancelo and Trent are, are league clear of, of of pretty much anyone other than Salah at the moment. They're, they're just the best options. Um, William Chu seven one oh seven. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Antonio to Benteke. Uh, or Josh King. We haven't talked about those two yet. Good good question. I like uh, both of them. Yeah. Uh, Jimenez to Kane. Uh, Saka to Jota. Laporte to Alonso. Which two to I don't prioritize? think you can go Jimenez to Kane when Jimenez has no got way. the fixtures that he has in the next two weeks. You... And you can't do Saka to Jota with Saka at home to Newcastle. I wouldn't do that either. Hmm. See, I don't know. I'm a bit... Uh, Saka's not exactly been banging in the FPL point. So I don't think you could do Smith Rowe to Jota, but would I do Saka? Maybe I might, just because longer term... you got to give surely, surely you wait a week, though, and you do it next week when he's got... Um... Probably, United. yeah. I mean, you probably do, yes. I don't, yeah. I don't... I wouldn't be selling any Arsenal assets before Newcastle at home. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, yeah. Well, too attack, he's too attacking. Well, he will attack, yeah. He so he attack. will give the Arsenal players space. <laughs> that is for sure. Defensively, they are awful, Newcastle. He won't be able to fix that. What about Benteke Josh King then? I really like both of them. Yeah. So, you know, actually, and the underlying stats from Josh King are ridiculous. Like, when I was looking at him over the last four weeks, like top for expected goal involvement. So I was like, he's, he's second. where's that come from? He's yeah, second to Benteke. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like, it is insane where these two have come from. Um both of them nice options. You know, I think Benteke's got a harder fixture this week in terms of um obviously it's Aston Villa who defensively can be they can be good when they want to be, and Gerard will surely have been working on that. He's a very good defensive manager, as we saw when he was up north. Um so I think uh, it's a slightly more tricky one this week. But I like both of them. They're both really nice, cheap enablers. Josh King, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but in pre-season, I was talking a lot about how I thought Josh King was going to be really good this year. And then he got injured and I took him out mm. of my team. And he's played, like, every game since Ranieri's taken over. So he's he's obviously got the faith in, and the trust of the manager. Why not? I like them both. If I had, if I had to choose, <laughs> I find it hard because actually mm. I like Benteke, I like Benteke because I like Palace as a team better, but I like Josh King as an individual mm. more than I like Benteke. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, Benteke I know exactly playing in a better team. I probably go. Probably go. For him. <laughs> sounds... But I find it really hard to choose. <laughs> I sounds, like them both. He sounds so confident. I think I'd go for for Benteke. Just the t- Crystal Palace are better than Watford. Yeah. I That's think the, probably why. The, the one thing with, with Josh King is I would be absolutely amazed if Josh King didn't take penalties after Sars abysmal yeah. <laughs> performance in, in those. So I think King's gonna be gonna be on pens going forward. He's got a good record at, at penalties. Yes. As well. And you know, he is like Benteke's playing like probably maybe the best I've ever seen him play. Like going <laughs> yes. going back to his you know his days at Villa when he was unplayable at times. He's he's lost a lot of that over the last few seasons. But he's got that he's got that confidence and that swag back. Vieira effect. The Vieira effect. And I'm looking at him uh, as a Tony replacement, like going forward. Yeah, I'm 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 going to give Brentford my two Brentford boys the um, the Everton match who are 
that yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not too confident, but Everton are statistically the worst defensive team in the league over the last four Awful, at the moment. Yeah, you've got to think that Brentford are gonna get something from that. And then the fixtures turn tough. So I've got to get rid of one of them. So I think I think it's gonna to be Tony to Benteke. Um but, I mean that you told me I'd be doing that move about six weeks ago. I'd be I'd be saying you're absolutely crazy. But mm. that's just how these how the season sort of turns turns around. So Anthony Molly says Tony to King, for example. Um like yeah, I wouldn't do it this I wouldn't do it this You've week. You've got to leave him for Everton. You can't, yeah. can't take out your Brentford boys for Everton. No. Uh, okay, final question before we head off then, and a big one that we haven't really touched on. Uh, nuclear Atoms, uh, our mod in the chat. Hi, Nuclear. Uh, do we know anything about Ragnick, the new United manager? So this is, I'm going to ask you a Q&A. So I should play a super chat for this, put my put my pounds in. It's not official yet though, is it? It's not official, but it, the, uh, the Athletic of... The Athletic of... of said it and it's 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 pretty much done i, I imagine um i didn't know uh, too much about him going into this i'm not going to claim that i know loads all i know is that he's pretty much um kind of credited with inventing gagan press which now so many you know managers use and this high press high intensity style of, of football he turned he, he won a trophy with schalke um, and finished second with them i believe when no one gave them a chance he then took over red bull leipzig and turned them into one of the most attacking teams in europe He's kind of a bit like Bielsa, you know, he's kind of revered around the, the world for, you know, kind of uh, his, his his tactics and, and, and the way he gets his players playing. He's, he's a bit like that. He's, he's, there's loads of, his influence is, is quite is quite big. So it's a, it's a really big appointment for, for United. I guess the question is, what are we expecting to happen at, at Man U? I mean, you think pressing, high pressing style, you don't immediately think Cristiano Ronaldo, do you? No. You don't. You definitely don't. Um, it's difficult, this, isn't it? Because I think I actually think it's a good appointment. I do. I think I think they've done the right thing in many ways because they've got a manager who said, I won't take an interim job and suddenly convinced him to take an interim job yeah. because of the what he's been promised at the back end of this in this, this kind of consultancy role that we're expecting a, him to have. An, it's a really interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the board at Manchester United, I normally can't understand a word of what they're doing. Like, it often feels baffling to me. But this time around, you can see Mm. why they've done what they've done. And they're obviously in a place where they can't get the managers that they want, any of them, either of them, because it seems like they want Potter or they want Ten Hag and they can't, can't get either of them right now. So by giving themselves till the end of the season, they they've given themselves a good manager who will improve things and he will get them playing they're going to have to play with a higher tempo they're going to have to play with more energy they're going to have to be fitter than they currently are um it doesn't necessarily scream Ronaldo to me no I agree with you but he's he's Ronaldo at the end of the day he's going to end up in the box all the time because that's where he is now and if the rest of the Manchester United team are going to pay with more pace and are going to be pressing then that can only do can only improve him, surely. You, I mean, he's not going to bench him, is he? Like, realistically. No, we can't. If, if you've got Ronaldo in your team, you play it. You have to play it. I think Colm uh, Bugler says in the chat, uh, will it make Cavani a better asset? I mean, Cavani seems an exact, you know, I think it uh, will, player yes. for, to, to yeah. suit this style. So I think we might see more of Cavani and Ronaldo up top together, which again suits Ronaldo because he, he likes playing with a strike pair. partner up front. Yeah. So my question to you, Sam, and I'll pay my couple of pounds to you um, after the stream. You can buy me a drink. I'll buy you a drink. Yep. Uh, no, don't mention <laughs> drinks. Uh, is what do I do with Ronaldo? I've got him in my team. I was going to sell him for Kane. I don't really want to anymore. But should I do it anyway? I don't think you can sell Ronaldo. Oh, but I don't, oh, I don't And I know that, that that's a ridiculous thing to say. 
because of how awful Manchester United have been of late. But they have changed the manager, well, even with Carrick, you know, that they weren't exactly convincing in midweek either. But I, with the fixtures the way that they are from, is it game week 15, I think, for Manchester United, the fixtures are really nice. We're only two game weeks away from that now. Like, you can't, I don't think you can sell Ronaldo there now. I think if you're in, you're in. You stay. You have to hold him now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, th- the three. United's next three are Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Palace at home. Spurs' next three are Burnley, Brentford and Norwich. Like, I, Both teams are as bad as each other <laughs> at this the moment. This is true. This is true. But Spurs have better fixtures. Also true. The, the question is, I guess, are you going to... It's hard with Ronaldo because... I'm not seeing enough from Kate. Like, if you didn't, if it wasn't Ronaldo, forget Ronaldo for a minute. Would you bring Kane in for anyone else this week? Like, is Kane that inspiring at the moment? No, not really. Kind of... It's it's and... it's it's just it's just this hit and hope, isn't it? It's just hoping that that, that they turn up in in these matches. I mean, Burnley away is a good match for anyone. And and he, like I said at the beginning, he has returned in every one of the last six. And oh, I don't, hang on. Hang on, I had a stat on this as well. Let me let me find it. It's in my book, which is next to me. Well, now you're trying to talk me into selling Ronaldo. You just said I should keep him. Right, so Kane in the last six against Burnley in the Premier League. Seven goals, three assists, eight bonus points. Averages 7.1 points per match. Now, Mm. it is a different Kane, obviously, to any of those matches that we've seen over the last three seasons. So it's not like we've got Kane of old that we're talking about. We are talking about quite a different beast right now but there has been more fire in his belly in the last couple of weeks even 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 in the conference he was at least there was at least effort from Kane right where there wasn't from a lot of the others but there was effort from Kane so I don't know I'm just not convinced that I'm not convinced that you won't want to reverse that transfer two weeks down the line Mm. And if you're going to reverse the transfer two weeks down the line, then is it really worth it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's, yeah. Nuclear says, you were with Ronaldo as. Didn't expect you to do those rookie moves since you were so experienced. Yeah, I know. It, was, it, was, it wasn't my best move. Kane, well, Kane just didn't feel right. And I no. I wanted to go against Salah for the captains, which also didn't work. So, yeah, it was it was a bit of a difficult. I mean, the, the thing with those stats, I don't normally put too much stock in those stats. You know, good record, blah, blah, blah. But Burnley are the one team where you can because it's it's all been dyked, right? It's all it's all yeah. it's Kane's record against Burnley. It's, it's the same Burnley that it was, you know, in his game when he played them six matches ago. So there probably is something yeah. within the style of Burnley. And even though it's evolved a fair bit, it's still the same. A lot of the same players, same manager all that kind of stuff yeah absolutely cool and right we will call it there Sam thank you so much for joining me thank you everyone for all your qu- loads of questions today really good loads. I, I think I prefer it this way doing it a bit more interactive rather than just reading it from uh, the site so yeah we'll be back uh, next week ahead of hopefully with green hours yes for both of us well I'll have one either way because I just give myself one <laughs> whatever happens so it's, it's fine uh, <laughs> but thanks everyone and we will see you soon